Hey everybody, just wanted to come on for the episode and leave a quick message of appreciation and gratitude. I really um, want to thank all my guests who have come on. You guys have been amazing to talk to and yeah, I really appreciate everyone who has listened um, and tuned in to these episodes. You know, this started out as a class project, and it's kind of the only reason why I did this, but I have really been enjoying making these episodes and talking to these amazing, incredible cyclists of color, and, you know, I hope to continue this in some form or another, um... Yeah, this has been really fun. And with that, I'll leave you with this last episode. Um, I was joined by um, my friend Kat. And Kat, if you're listening to this, you're an amazing person. And thank you for coming on um, on my last episode of the first season. Yeah, anyways, hope you guys enjoy it. See ya. Hello, everybody. Um, welcome to another episode of Critical Voices. Um, today, I'm joined by Kat. Hey, Kat, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Just let us know a little bit about who you are and kind of what you're, what you're up to nowadays and um, what got you into cycling. Yeah, uh, I'm Kat. Uh, I use the pronouns and I, let's see, um, <laughs> where do I start? Uh, I'm currently living in Issaquah, Washington, but spent most of the last few years or last 10 years in Seattle, um, recently moved back with my parents after quitting a toxic job and have had, um, the opportunity to spend more time working on birth work, specifically um, being a doula, um, and also have had more time to ride my bike, which has been great. Um, and yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. We were talking a little bit earlier about being in limbo and just like constant transition and the pros and cons of that and like the privilege in that and also the trying to be okay with, with kind of constant transition. <clears throat> And then you're saying like how I got into cycling. Yeah, like what got you into cycling? Yeah. Doesn't have to be like um, I guess we'll we'll talk about um, competing too, but just like in general, what got you into cycling? Yeah, or bikes. Yeah, whenever people ask me that, I'm like I don't I don't really know. I feel like I have like different like things pop up in my head, like images. Like I remember like learning, trying to learn how to ride. It. A bike without training wheels when I was like 10 at a park really close to where I'm at right now my parents house with my dad but I don't think I actually ever like really properly learned how to ride a bike till like five like six years ago um when I was visiting a friend in Copen some friends in Copenhagen and my where like everyone just rides bikes and a friend of mine who is from there just 
like showed me how to like actually get on a bike without like having your toes <laughs> touching the ground. So I was like, oh, okay, I was doing it wrong. Um, so I think having the opportunity to like see places by bike is kind of like what I credit to like wanting to, to ride more. And then, um, yeah, someone introduced me to North Star uh 2020 summer of 2020 and then I think that's yeah kind of how I credit who I the people I credit to like where I really fell in love with cycling just getting to meet a ton of people um on the bike and then figuring out bringing it out from there <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome I always enjoy hearing people's stories about how they got into cycling um because they're like yeah. all over the place and like it really kind of spans you know throughout a person's life like some people don't really get into cycling until like they're an adult or some people get into it when they're really young um just all really fascinating um stories <laughs> um what about now what kind of writing do you typically do um this season we just yesterday or no that was yesterday Sunday was the last cyclocross race of the season, um, or at least here for the series called Cross Revolution. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that. Hadn't done cyclocross before. Um, so it was super fun um, to, yeah, to just like get better at handling a bike and doing weird things on the bike with friends um, and spending, you know, the whole day Sunday kind of in that kind of atmosphere. Yeah, was this your first season? Yeah, first season. Yeah, this year is like the first year I've tried any sort of bike racing. Um, but yeah, it was great. Definitely like would not have, I didn't like get into biking with like any sort of intention to like race or it's definitely like, oh, these people I like and know are doing it. So like, okay, I'll, I'll come hang and try it. Um, and also, I think I like realize like I've always liked competitive things, but just haven't found the right people to want to do it with. Um, but yeah, so that's the most recent kind of writing I've done. Were you ever intimidated to compete? I mean, you just said you're like a competitive person um, yeah. by nature, but oh, is this I a mean... leading question? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I think so. Like. I always, I say, I've said this to a couple people, but like, I wonder like, had I grown up one riding bikes, but like two, like around like people when I was a kid or in like my young adulthood, like who like mm -hmm. look like me or like who I could relate to. Um, had I like had those people surrounding me, like, well in sports and like athletics at school, like I wonder if I like could have been more than a medi mediocre athlete. Cause I played soccer and like, you know, whatever did track in middle school um, and liked going to like sporting events, but it was, you know, most where I grew up, it's like, you know, mostly like white people, like the other femmes I saw are like all white women with the same body type and, you know, same resources. So yeah, I guess in that way, it's always felt like, oh, that's like, it's cool, but it's like not for me. Like it didn't really feel like something that I was that excited about um and then yeah up to now I'm 30 and like the 
I think, yeah, going to, I mean, I wouldn't have never, I wouldn't have ever attended even like a race as a spectator had it not been for like people I've met through North Star or otherwise. So I guess short answer is yeah. <laughs> Probably intimidating. Yeah. What um, barriers or challenges did you face um, when, when you started out cycling and do some of them still exist today? I think, yeah, like part of it is, I guess like barriers to like as much as in barriers I've confronted with cycling, like at least recently in the last year is like in trying to like get more involved in cycling and competing or whatever that means um, is like I probably as basic as just like having a nice enough bike or like a bike that I felt like was nice enough or um, yeah and also I think I just like didn't know anything about <laughs> didn't know anything about bikes wasn't really like um, introduced to bikes later like I don't know how to like take care of a bike or I don't know they're kind of just like this cool thing that like my like my first bike probably that I had in my adulthood was given to me by my sister <clears throat> so I think like yeah just having the bare minimum knowledge and like a bicycle that like functioned well enough to ride a lot um and I think also yeah just going back to what I was saying about like I think not having or seeing people that I could relate to riding bikes um like navigating the city navigating Seattle like people that I would want to ride with that in and of itself feels like a barrier to name a few people um is having some type of community is definitely important when writing because mm -hmm. i certainly wouldn't have biked as much as i do if it weren't for people that i've met who are kind of just down to go for a ride like anywhere and yeah, yeah how have you been able to find community in the world of cycling just because it's very from what i've experienced you know it's been a very like tight-knit mm -hmm. kind of group of people or it can be very elitist i'd say like it's yeah i never like actively sought out like a group to cycle with um but i think by knowing people who were for example in north star um in the thick of in the summer during of the pandemic or the first summer. Um, yeah, I think I just really enjoyed like the organic, like authentic nature of like, you're, you're not just going there to ride bikes, but you're going there to like be around like good energy and good vibes and like people who, um, yeah, just all that. And like a perk of it is almost like being able to ride your bike. And I think from there, like kind of like snowballed into wanting to ride more um, and just like meeting more people on the bike. Um, but yeah, there's, I know there like are, there have been group rides posted by other like businesses or organizations, but like I would never have been like interested in like coming, like showing up to like just ride my bike um, had it not been for like, yeah, a more organic introduction. I think that helped.
Yeah. Um, going back to competing a little bit. Um, so you, this is you just completed your first kind of season uh, cyclocrossing. Um, what other? Hey, have you done any other competing in cycling? Yeah. Um. Yeah, my first race, I guess, was um, one of the, it was a race that was a part of the Gravel and Ravel, I think it was called, it was the Gravel and Ravel series on the peninsula. So a few of us went, um, or I don't know, when this was. it was really cold, but it was probably March <laughs> or something. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I was I was definitely going with more of the intention of like trying it and finishing it. Um, so that was I think we did like fifty miles or like forty something miles um, on gravel. And Carrie, you know Carrie, right? Yeah, she stuck with me the whole time. Um, she probably could have won it, but yeah. So that was my first one, and then I did a couple of the Seward Park crits. Um, which I wasn't a huge fan of, but I'm glad I tried. And then I did, oh yeah, I did the, a few of us also went out to the Foco Fondo in Fort Collins, Colorado, which was like a gravel, another gravel event. Whoa, that's sweet. Yeah, we did that end of July. And then, yeah, cyclocross, I've done every race this fall. Mm -hmm. As a person of color, when you're entering these, um, these races or competitions and cycling, um do you ever feel that you're treated differently or seen um i don't know as anything other than just like a regular cyclist like any of the other kind of white participants who, who, who show up yeah for sure i think so yeah so i'm asian specifically filipino chinese um would be considered brown depending on the season <laughs> um but yeah I definitely feel like like one I'm definitely aware like my presence is like oh like an Asian woman and especially white people or people in the cycling community like or the, at least the mainstream cycling cycling community would be like sweet we have like a woman of color which I'm like also like and I talk about this a lot like very aware that like Asians are the excess like can often be like the accessible minority like being like here um we have one of you <laughs> and I think a lot of like black and brown people and people of color can or people from other marginalized identities can have experienced being tokenized so it's like a weird thing of like definitely I think like people like are like really excited that you're here like that you're there um sometimes like to an extent that's like obnoxious and it's like can I just like be here and ride my bike um Yeah, and like I think that that has that's something I feel like in the last year has been has happened a lot. Like people are like really jazzed that like oh my god, there's like a <laughs> there's like brown girl on a bike. Like how cool! You're so fast, like <laughs> over complimenting, and I'm like okay, thanks. I know I'm not that fast, so like <laughs> compliment. Yeah, someone else. <laughs> just like stuff like that. Um, I haven't had. Yeah, that's at races specifically. I've definitely like experienced more negative stuff, just like riding and commuting. But at races specifically, I think um, there's been some of that. 
Yeah. How do you uh, navigate or how do you feel about navigating um, like the streets of Seattle or like cycling? I know that uh, bike lanes are, are present around Seattle, but um, I mean, it could still be challenging kind of navigating your way around, um, I guess, just, just a cyclist in general. Um, yeah. How, I don't know. Yeah. How do you, have you ever had any issues kind of navigating you around, um, here in Seattle? Mm, yeah. Like infrastructure wise or just like socially, like, or both. Yeah. I think both. Um, but I guess a little more specific. Yeah. Like it's like so socially. Uh, yeah, I think definitely feels different like riding with a group versus by myself um yeah which is why I'm glad I feel like riding with groups like riding on North Star group rides like really helped me feel confident and actually commuting because before North Star rides I would mm -hmm. you know commute a few miles at a time and like maybe did a couple 20 mile rides with like someone who knew the route better or knew the route at all uh, <laughs> but yeah it's Riding by myself, like, gotten used to it, but definitely, yeah, I've been called a bitch, and, like, I remember one thing I remember someone said in the ID was, like, just, like, yeah, while I was riding, I was, like, hey, my kids are Cambodian, I think, like, shit like that, um, it's, in like, which, you know, things I have heard off the bike, right, it's not, like, new things, um, Mm -hmm. yeah it's unfortunately like makes sense and it's expected like when you're on a but like most of my commuting before would have been by car and then I used to ride the bus a lot but when you're on a bike you're taking up more space which is like a really beautiful thing about you know people of color on bikes which also invites more like harassment and you know as we all know or like as some of us know like when you're out there people are gonna not like it and they're not gonna which is why I really appreciated North Star rides. Like we're so joyful, like people like are loud. And that was like one of the premises, like that some of the, you know, ride leaders or like founders would talk about, like be loud, be friendly, like and it's great. And a lot of, you know, people don't like to see that some like, you know, specifically white people or um, not even just white people, but you know what I mean? So yeah, it's definitely like when I ride, I like, you kind of expect to one just like be hot honked at by like aggro drivers so I think that everyone experiences that but you're just out there more so people are gonna pay more attention to you maybe yeah I know definitely I have definitely experienced my fair share of just like yeah. aggressive drivers or microaggressions by people mm -hmm. um and yeah, it's it's really sh shitty when it happens to you the first couple of times. But I guess after that, as as horrible as it sounds, I guess you just get kind of used to it and you kind of find a way to um, have it not bother you and kind of just view it as something positive, I suppose, you know, um, just because, you know, I feel like it, no one's going to stop me from riding my bike because it's something that I really enjoy and 
I probably will be cycling for the rest of my life mm-hmm. um, if I'm able to, if I'm able-bodied. So, yeah. Um, what is it? Yeah, like, like, what do you love about about cycling? Mm. So many things. Um, I love that I like, never regret getting on my bicycle. Even if I'm like feeling like extra moody, having a good day or something, like I know that after I get on my bike, I'll feel better. Um, yeah, I think personally, it's just like helped me learn like that I'm really strong or like I can be strong and do hard things, and um, I can do sports. I can, you know, I can find a community to like come do competitive things with. It's pretty rad. Um, yeah, I like to like talk about how it's like revenge for my young self, like in the white suburbs, like now like speeding around on my bike, um, (laughs) and like definitely community. I think I've met some of my favorite people through biking, um, like gotten closer to people I've already known through biking or like gotten to know people, different sides of people and just like appreciating yeah learning about people through being on a bike I think it's kind of priceless yeah when you're riding a bike with someone um side by side or just like in a group ride yeah you're you're able to kind of just I mean you you have you know there's very few things you can do on a bike you know and one of them is is talk to people Um, (laughs) so like there's definitely like a beauty in that um that you're just able to kind of talk to whoever you want that's on your group ride um yeah what's been your favorite your favorite bike ride that you can remember or your most memorable moment on the bike uh i did a few bike packing trips this last year um yeah so Mm. i think which one was my favorite? <laughs> they were all great in different ways. Um, I think one, yeah, the, I guess the first one I did this year, I had only done one before to Lopez Island, but we went to Vashon. Um, it was just great. It was so great. Just like spending, I think we did, it was only one night, but we spent like, you know, 24 hours outside and Vashon's really not that far um but it feels far sometimes especially like if you go by car and you wait in line and you like get on the ferry and you get off the ferry and you drive you drive but when you're by bike everything just feels closer sometimes or more accessible so yeah we just started in Seattle and then when we got to Vashon we went to like the like city center area and just ate and then went to a park and like napped (laughs) and and played this stupid game called Farkle and (laughs) it was a great game and then we finally went to our campsite and just chilled more and then drank whatever played more Farkle (laughs) had some really good conversation um and then next morning like did a little bit more biking and then went back it was yeah oh we ate we we ate brunch yeah, that was like, yeah, such a good way to just like spend time with people that you know already, but you know, just another way of like 
getting to know people and being outside together. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Bikepacking is sweet. I definitely want to be do. I would. I want to do more of it. Um, mm -hmm. I've only done it like a handful of times, maybe two times at most. But yeah. I have really enjoyed bikepacking. Are there any other forms of or any yeah other kind of styles of racing or cycling that you're interested in and wanting to do? Um, you know, I know you talked about bikepacking. Um, but yeah, I do more bikepacking for sure. I've only done a few too, like probably four total. And like, yeah, I think part, a big part of like how I was able to do that is like borrowing gear and shit. Like that, that's definitely mm. like a barrier, I think. Um, which is yeah, cycling equipment is expensive. So expensive. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Oh, I just signed up for the Ruta del Jefe in um that takes place at southern border of arizona um oh okay yeah um i think it's the third year they're doing it but you know ricky right yeah he signed up for it too so i think we're gonna we're planning to do the 135 miler together um, Whoa. which yeah i think we can do it you know mm -hmm. it'll be like the longest ride i've ever done and i think it'll be probably the toughest train I've done. I really haven't done like a ton of like adventure riding, um, but I really love like traveling or like going places and like seeing stuff mm -hmm. by bike or seeing the place by bike. Um, so that's one thing I'm looking forward to. Otherwise, yeah, I kind of want to try everything. <laughs> I'm on breakfast racing team. Um, it's mm. a women trans femme non-binary cycling team here. And it's, yeah, it's a team that's um, been really like uh, welcoming to specifically like beginner racers or people who are considering it. So they have, they did, I raced with them for cyclocross and they'll have a road team. They have, they'll have a mountain bike team, track team, road, or I don't know if I said road, um, cyclocross again in the fall, gravel, um, but yeah, I, I would try it all <laughs> if I have the, I don't have a track bike or anything, but, or a mountain bike, um, but groups like this, like kind of are pretty helpful. And like, if you want to try out a certain bike, finding resources or partnerships or friends to help you out. So, but I'm probably most excited for just more adventures, more adventure riding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right that's that's dope when is um that that race happening the one with ricky yeah that will be very beginning of march it's like march 4th oh. through 6th so it's like a whole weekend thing yeah you should look it up it's pretty i appreciate the like what she's trying to do this woman named sarah swallow mm -hmm. who's like a pro adventure writer whatever that means or adventure racer mm -hmm. but she's yeah I think she's pretty as like a white woman cyclist like pretty intentional about like setting up having set up this ride at no profit to her um that involves a lot of like um educational aspects of like the land of like land and um in partnership with a few organizations um so we part of like us participating in the race is we have to fundraise to donate 
to these organizations. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I'll definitely have to um, check that out. I'll be asking what's next for you and your bike or bikes? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. If you have multiple I bikes. Do. I'm so lucky and blessed to have multiple bikes. Um, I, well, there's definitely that. So at some point I should mm. probably like prepare. <laughs> I don't really know what that will look like to get ready for that kind of thing. Um, it'll be okay though. Um, but I'm excited to just do like longer joy rides, do some gravel, mm. especially. Yeah. I'm living out here in Issaquah, um, which is closer to at least some of the trails that I know gravel trails and a lot that I don't know so hopefully doing some of that um yeah or just riding around with my friends <laughs> yeah no that's sweet I uh, I love hearing that um well I, that's kind of all I had for you today um so yeah I appreciate you coming on and I think you'll be my final guest too oh, so what an honor. Thanks, for... thanks for having me <laughs> <laughs> it's a really cool idea though i like it thanks yeah i am excited to see where this goes um after this i guess first season i don't mm-hmm. know i'm still trying to figure that out <laughs> <Shoot>. um, Reboot. <laughs> but yeah anyways thanks for coming on cat Thank you.